dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I'm fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah? It was like 75 and sunny all weekend long. Oh, I did nothing heavens. but lawn work all weekend. My guy. Uh, it was fantastic. And speaking of like lawn work, where the heck are you right now? I'm outside on my deck with a beautiful view of my neighbor's house. I think my favorite thing is you brought your mic arm outside so I can imagine like you're <laughs> sitting at like a picnic table with a with a mic arm attached to the side of it. That's fantastic. I'm I'm sitting at my work desk that is on wheels. <laughs> and I wheeled it out here and you I did just, You just up. wheeled your work desk outside? I did. I switched my computer out. I took off the second monitor. And uh, and wield this bad boy. It's not a big desk. It's actually it's from U of M, from the hospitals. Uh, Kayla's dad is the U of M hospital UPS man nice. for the research side, and uh, it's one of the little desks that they would like wheel from room to room. That's just got like a computer on it that they would just do you know oh, yeah, people's yeah, yeah, yeah. check-in stuff. It like had a faulty. Oh, you know what was faulty with it? But they were like, we're just gonna throw this out. So he's like, I'll take it. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of yeah, nice. So. Well, now you yeah, get nice weather and you get to sit outside. And uh, luckily, exactly. it stopped raining because it rained all, all day today. So it did. Thank goodness. Um, but I like it out here. This is my new uh, recording room. I think. Well, section outside. I don't know if this is gonna come through the podcast, but in my headphones, I can hear some birds chirping in the background. It's beautiful ambient noise, like fantastic <laughs> ambient noise for this. So, I'm very happy about that. That's an added bonus. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really great. It's uh super nice. It's and it's like not too cold out, even though it rained all day. So I have one more question for you. Yeah, do you have a black eye? Shut up. <laughs> I, do you, uh, it's okay. You can tell me if Kayla's beating you. This I, is just a podcast that has like people I, listening to it. I don't have a black eye. Here's what's been going on. Okay, for some reason, the last few months, I've been getting styes, and I don't know why. I haven't had oh. styes in like ten years. And they just like keep showing up. And I saw one on my eye yesterday. And it was right near the edge. Like it was about to go away mm-hmm. on my eyelid. And my eyelid was a little itchy. And last night before I went to bed, I like itched the shit out of my eye. Oh, full, no. full fisted my eye. And I grabbed the bottom lid and I pulled it down too far. And I think I snapped a blood vessel. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were going to leave it at It's still just a sty. You did this to yourself. I did. So like, it's really red under the, it's sore, like a bruise. Like, Oh my, you gave yourself a black eye by itching it too hard. <laughs> so there's a message out there for you. Don't itch a sty. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic that is absolutely yeah. fantastic <laughs> yeah it's something uh so what'd you do this weekend uh, other than pulling your eye down um, other than ripping my eyeball out it was a great weekend it was like top notch weekend it was I got, um, hands down best weekend of the, so far like best weekend of spring oh oh yeah it was great um friday night jordan and josh came down and we ordered a buttload of food um Drank some beer, drank some Trulies. What kind of what kind uh, of food? We got food from a local bar. Well, it's from Tecumseh, but they have these really great nachos. And Jordan and I grew up eating these nachos. Okay. Um, 
my family would get together on Saturdays and they would just bring like these like six or seven boxes of these nachos. Um, so I texted Jordan on Friday and I was like, hey, do you want to come hang out tonight? Like I know it's short notice. And they were like, yeah. I was like, what do you want for dinner? And she's like, wrong ways nachos sound really great. I was like, done. All right, perfect. So we got uh, two things of nachos. I got some fried pepper jack bites, which so good. Ooh, that sounds um, very good. So good. And then I got, what else did we get? We got buffalo chicken dip and uh, mini tacos. Kevin's going to ask if the buffalo chicken dip was better than his buffalo chicken dip. So you're, be prepared to answer that question. You know, it wasn't. Kevin makes a mean buffalo he chicken does. dip. A man makes a mean. His, his brunch takes are terrible, but he makes a mean <laughs> buffalo dip. Uh, so we did that Friday and Saturday. Um, what did we do Saturday? We just kind of cleaned the house a little bit. Uh, I was a little hungover, so I laid around for a while. Nice. And Cora, or not Cora, Kayla went out to dinner with uh, some of her friends. So she left uh late afternoon and Cora and I just hung out for the night watch bluey a lot of bluey oh yeah so much bluey um i think you like bluey it, just as much as cora likes bluey like god it's part so of me, good part of me says that you like bluey more than cora likes bluey but i it's won't I, really I don't know. great you need to check this show out um and saturday i mowed my back lawn uh yesterday was super nice out so i mowed part of the front lawn uh it was pretty thick so it ran out of battery pretty quick mm. Um, but then yesterday, like we got up, we ate breakfast and then we walked to the park and Cora played at the park. Um, she met a little girl there and and they just like played on the, uh, I don't know, the play set, whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. it, going down the slides. Um, that's such a good age. Yeah, it was great. And then we got lunch and came home and ate that and I kept mowing and yeah. So just like, Oh, we actually, when we got home. We set up Cora's pool out here, nice. a sprinkler, and she just like played in the pool for like an hour. And Did she love it? The sprinkler. She just got right in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She kept thinking it was a tubby. She just kept going tubby, tubby. <laughs> yeah, close yeah. enough. And then the sprinkler went off, and she like got so excited, like this big <laughs> smile, like flapping her yeah. arms. I was just like ah, like running through the sprinkler and stuff. It was great. That's awesome. It was pretty magical. How was your weekend? Uh, very, 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 very good. Um, so Friday night did our usual pizza and, and, um, what did we, so we're out of a TV show right now. So normally we, we, Mm. our date nights, like Friday night, we get pizza and watch TV, but we're out of a TV show. Like we don't have anything. So I think we actually, oh, you know what we did? We, uh, started Captain America or we watched Captain America because we started a rewatch of all the Marvel movies, but we're skipping Iron Man because we watched Iron Man, all the Iron Man movies so many times because they're always on TV. They don't play any, I don't know why. I feel like they play the Iron Man movies like twice as much as they play any other Marvel. Right. Um, so I actually, we were supposed to just put it on and clean the house and I admittedly got Mm -hmm. way too into it, uh, and watched the whole (laughs) thing. So, uh, because it's I so good. I just hadn't seen it in so long. I was like, this is fantastic. And then it was funny. Yeah. Uh, talking about the, they posted that new video this morning about like celebrating the movies and the trailers yeah. for the new movies. I was like, Hey, this was perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I actually had Captain America playing on in the background today while I was working. Hey, see? Nice. Yeah. It's a- I'm going to do that in chronological order. Oh, okay. I'm doing it back in release order. So I okay. Thor, and I went backwards because I couldn't bring myself to watch Thor first. 
So I, <laughs> since technically Thor came out before Captain America, but I couldn't yeah. bring myself to watch Thor first. So I need to watch mm-hmm. Thor next. Gotcha. Um, so I did that. Fr- we did that Friday. And then Saturday, um, I did my Instagram takeover. You did. I did Let's chat about that. And it was, it was really good. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Ben didn't sleep like at all this weekend. We'll, we'll talk about why later. Um, so we got a pretty slow start, but it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I ended up, the best part was like, I, I'm not a creative person. I just very analytical, very problem solving, like literal. Um, but I had this idea of, so the rock, like Dwayne Johnson, the rock, um, (laughs) yeah, has a tequila out and it's called Terramana and it is very good. But I, I just it? wanted to try it. Um, and so I was like, I was going to Meyer. I never go to Meyer because we always shop at Trader Joe's because we're like that. Um, yeah, you're a millennial. Yeah, exactly. So I was going to Meyer and I was like, you know what? I know they sell it here. I'm just going to go look at it. I'm, I'm maybe buy a bottle of it. So I went, I picked up what I was going to get, brats and all that. And I uh, was getting ready to, to grill out that night. And mm-hmm. I. I like went and got the bottle of tequila. I was like, ah, it's a little yeah. expensive. And like, I'm not going to just drink tequila straight. Like most liquor I'll, I'll drink straight and I'll enjoy it. Right. And I was like, it's a little expensive. And I was like, Oh, you know what? Why don't I get like some mixers? So I just popped my phone open. I was like tequila drinks, right? Like what can I make a tequila drink? And the first one was yeah. like Paloma, which is uh, which is grapefruit. Uh, it's like a mm. grapefruit margarita is essentially what it is. So I was like, I sent a Snapchat or I sent a screenshot to Katie. I was like, this sound good. She goes, yeah, it's like, cool. Bought all the stuff for it. And, um, I bought both grapefruit juice and whole grapefruits in case like we didn't get enough grapefruit juice from the grapefruits. Right. I was like, yeah, I should right. probably have a backup plan for this. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun make, making those drinks. And then we found out that, you know, with the kitchen aid that we hadn't opened in the two years since we got married, um seriously yeah we hadn't opened it yet that's hilarious we lived at the apartment for the first year so like for the first year you just don't want to take it out of the box because like we're not going to put it in the apartment it's way too heavy it's going to take up too much space yeah when we got to the house we're like we just didn't because we haven't made anything with it right right um but we had the juicer attachment for it Ooh. so i was like hey perfect time we opened up the kitchen aid Put the juicer attachment on, juice the the grapefruits, made some grapefruit margaritas. Very, very That's good. Awesome. Um, a they little better with the fresh squeezed grapefruits than the grapefruit juice, because the oh, grapefruit juice was like bitter. You know how like grapefruit mm-hmm. can be bitter if you get the wrong one? Yeah. That's what these were. Like they were like probably made with not ripe grapefruits that, that just got thrown into a juicer and right. moved on. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, that was very good. Cool. So the whole day was good. We grilled out and had a lot of fun. Um, one thing I didn't address that I want to address now is the Lions. The NFL had its draft this weekend. They they did. So last weekend was your weekend with the Oscars. This weekend <laughs> my, was my weekend. So yeah. the NFL had its draft. I was very excited. Jake asked if the Lions drafted well. Okay, Jake from Australia. Yeah. Uh, clearly being from Australia, he doesn't know our struggle. And so I'm going to enlighten everybody about it. <laughs> And this is why the draft is so important to a Lions fan. Every year, there is a curve of a graph of the excitement about being a Lions fan. Okay. And it okay. starts in December. 
NFL football goes until February, but the mm-hmm. Lions graph starts in December because we're already out of the playoff race. We are not very good. We're out of the playoff race, and the hope is at the bottom. This is a hope graph. And then, yeah. as time goes on, we make some good off-season decisions, right? Free agency comes along, we add a couple of names. You're like, hey, all right. All right, we're, we're adding some names. Okay. And yeah. then it builds a little bit, and then we get a little bit better. We add a few more names of free agency. And then we're like, hey, we were so bad last year. We have a top 10 pick in the draft, like we do every year, because we're so very bad. <laughs> we have a top 10 pick. And then we make the top 10 pick. Doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter where they could, as long as they don't absolutely pick somebody from like Mars, doesn't matter. Right. As long as it's in the range, people get hype about it. We, we have picked tight ends twice in the last four years in the top 10. I guess the last eight I years. Know, but I got a tight end. Damn right you do. And <laughs> so the hype, the hype gets higher and higher and higher. And as the draft and then offseason comes along and training camp, people are starting, hey, the Lions look different this year. They look good this year. Lions are going to do some work. Yeah. The Lions have an opening. All this stuff, hype keeps building. It builds, builds, builds. First game is September, like around the first week in September. Hype peaks right about the end of August. Everyone's like, this is it. This is the Lions. We're going to do it. We're not going to be great. Right. Nobody expects us to go undefeated, but everyone's like, this is the year. We're going to make a run. We're going to win a playoff game. We're going to go 8-8 eight and eight and win a playoff game. And uh, every year, that graph crashes in the first game of the season. The very first game <laughs> of the season, it just... Your dreams are shattered. Hope fails. And then for the next four months, you just sit there. You're like, man, this sucks. Why am I a Lions fan? But you know what? Come December, my hype train starts rolling again. All right. Yeah. So the draft is the most important thing for a Lions fan because it doesn't matter who we pick. The hype train rolls on. So did that the Lions draft model. well? Absolutely. Just like they do every year. And I can't wait to see it fail spectacularly in September. <laughs> People are already saying it's different. People are already like, hey, this regime's different. It's a new coach. This one's different. It's a new GM. This one's different. I'm telling you. Little Who's did, coaching now? Uh, a guy named Dan Campbell. He was a tight end that played for the Lions way back in the day. You don't know what a tight end is, but that's what he was. Is um, he the one that's in the middle? Nope. Uh, nope. No. He's the one on the ends. Um, but not uh, all the way out in the end. Those are wide receivers. So I knew that. Hey, there's you, a football. Now you're getting there. Move the that'll move the chains. That'll move the chains. That'll move the chains. So, and people already they're already that that hype train's built. It's already rolling. People are like, all right, it's different. This feels different, right? It's a different yeah, regime. Yeah. A different feels different. Can't wait for September to come. All off season, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's going to be. This is different. The lines are different. There are already rumors about Aaron Rodgers not coming back to Green Bay. There's an opening for the Lions. Lion, the NFC North, I'm telling you, there's an opening there. Lions could take the NFC North. It's all going to build. It's going to peak at the end of <laughs> August. And then we're going to get blown out. Who's? I have to see. Who do we? Oh, they haven't released the schedule yet. But whoever we Who's play. going to come out? The Cincinnati Bengals. Exactly. Whoever we play, first week of the season, doesn't matter who it is. Whoever we play, they're going to beat us. And it's just going to be embarrassing. And then the hype is going to crash. So it's not even a bell curve. It's like a really steady slope and then immediate drop. Like imagine uh, 
it's a roller coaster drop right like the millennium oh yeah the millennium force from uh from cedar point right if you guys don't know go look up millennium force from cedar point at one i think at one point it was the steepest drop in the country right it might have been um sounds about right so it's it's that right you're going up you're going up you're going up and you're like this is great this is great and then wham right to the bottom and sometimes i will say there are outliers where sometimes we'll go on like a two game win streak like we'll win games back to back and people be like uh oh 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 mm-hmm. lions and then we'll lose like four straight after that and they're like oh yeah lions so there's a, there's some bumps <laughs> along the way but but it bottoms out in december and peaks in august so I'm, okay. we're on a steady rise right now it's may the draft, this was a great, great time. time train. It's, it's just going to climb and climb and climb. Can't wait. Can't wait for it. Best time That's of the great. year to be a Lions fan. I love it. I love this conversation. This was enlightening for me. I've, I've learned so much. I can't wait to take you to your first football game. Oh, my God. I can't wait either. I want to go, go to a Tigers game really bad. Uh, it, they are having a decent amount of fans there. Yeah. And you're fully vaxxed up now. So you, I mean. I am. I got that shot. I'm telling you. I, uh, it would be, it would be fun. I worry Mm. that the food vendors aren't going to all be open. And that's the main reason to go to a baseball game is for the food. So like. I really would just go for the beer. Yeah, but it's Labatt, right? Like, do you need to go to the ballpark to pay $7 for a Labatt (laughs) when you could buy a six pack for $7? That is true. That is very true. Um, well, cool. Good for you. I, I'm glad that you are happy about the Lions. Yeah, I'm I'm always happy in May, Joe. Always happy. Yeah. Here we are. It's going to be May. It's going to be May. Uh, and then for the rest of the weekend, uh, yesterday, Tom came over and he brought a truckload of compost and a couple of big... He, he grows like these big grasses, like wild yeah, grasses like, right like big ornamental yeah. wild grass so he splits them because they grow to be massive and he's been growing right. them forever so he splits them and we, we're slowly planting them in parts of our yard so we nice. planted those yesterday uh filled in the the compost and the rest of the yard uh and did that so and then cool. i did uh my sunday stuff this weekend too you went to find jesus no i i i used my sunday fertilizer Joe. oh that sunday <sighs> Come on. Come on. So was that? I guess this will this will transition a little into tool time, but whatever. This yeah. is a freewheeling podcast anyway, so we'll just run with it. We where are we at now? Thirty minutes just talking about the lions? We're at twenty, all right. We're doing okay. <laughs> we're under time. We'll blow that, but we're under time for now. We're under time. Uh so my Sunday stuff was uh it was the first thing I did is I did the dandelion thing. Yeah. And you really had to soak those to kill them. You did. And yeah. I got some of them. I got really well. Other ones I didn't get mm-hmm. as well, but I mowed the next day anyway. So like you, it goes away really when you mow. Right. Um, right. So I, I, I can tell in there where I killed a bunch of them, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't get as many as I wanted. And I'll be honest. I had a lot more dandelions than I thought I did. Like, Oh, yeah. uh, I went through that bottle quick. I went through it with mm-hmm. just in like the front yard and a little bit of the side yard and I was done. Like, so I don't think I'll go buy a second bottle of it. Uh, the dandelion killer, like they're dandelions. They'll, they'll go right. Yeah. I'm not they'll too worried go. about dandelions. I did. I also got, uh, like selected or I got weed killer 
but it's not selective, so you can't spray it on the grass because it'll kill the grass. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to use it in some of our garden beds where we have like um, big patches of weeds and stuff. I'll spray those down with the non-selective and it'll just kill everything there and put right. better dirt on top. So that was nice. good. And then I sprayed my iron booster. That was, uh, that was what right. I got this week. Nice. Nice. We, uh, so I'm going to take over. I'm switching us over. We're Do fully it. in teal time. Teal. Teal time? Teal time? Teal time. Uh, huh? We're here. <laughs> um i my yard is all dandelions after i did that sunday dandelion killer i was like like you can see the black spots in my yard where the dandelions mm. were like where we sprayed them um but like my whole f- i have my front yard and then i have my driveway and then a small section of my side yard yeah, and yeah. my small section on my side yard is all dandelion like the other day after it rained everything popped up yep. and like all it was insane um so i looked at kayla and i was like i'm i'm chemicaling this yeah. like i don't care anymore like i'm sorry we are weeding and feeding the crap out of this mm-hmm. um so i went to walmart i got me a good old hand flinger nice and uh i filled that thing up with some some weed and feed and i just flung seed well not seed flung the feeder or the weed and feed all over my side yard and yeah. whatever was left over i hit spots in my front because i wanted to try it out there before i brought it out back here right because my backyard is filled too and within two days these things are like gone gone so it it had rained that day yep so i flung it so it and then stuck, it was dry right? day. yep and then it dr- the sun came out i think the next day and then the day after that so this would have been like saturday like everything was like starting to dry up and wilted over and the dan- they were all dead. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm going to go get some more and just do the backyard cuz I'm like I I can't handle this anymore. So uh yeah, I got to take my lawnmower and take out the tops of them but mm-hmm. chemicals. Hey, I'm telling you, sometimes sometimes yeah. the chemicals they work. Yeah, so I I mean Kayla's not happy about it but she, I mean, she's not happy that it's chemicals, but she's happy that the dandelions are dead. So she's like, yeah, let's just go get more. Let's just do everything. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. So you guys, are you doing the full Sunday plan? Like you guys got the box and everything and sending your soil yeah, sample? Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's been like so rainy and they yeah. say not to do it if it's going to rain. Yep. So like I was supposed to do my first round like April 20th, but it's just been like, I haven't found a time to do it and I didn't want to feed the dandelions. Yes. Yeah, I get that. So I did it yesterday morning. So they said don't do it in 24 hours, and I'm a little bit. But they also say if it rains in three hours, you might have to redo it. So yeah. like I'm well, I'm well past three hours, but it did rain like right about 24 hours later that I did it. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll uh, see. But All that's right. good. We'll have to see how the yards turn out. I mean, I yeah. think this will be a good project and. The good news is you can always cancel it. If it doesn't work this year and it doesn't look great, then yeah. no harm, no foul, right? And then next year I'll kill all the dandelions again, right yeah. from the beginning. Exactly. I also uh, think I did my... So I also... I did a weed and feed at the beginning of the season, but I think mm-hmm. I did it too early. I did it like back in early March, and yeah. it was before everything started growing, and I was like, this is perfect. Nothing's growing. I'll just weed and feed. But I think I had to let it grow a little right. and germinate a little before I put down the the weed and feed so that it can actually like get in there and get the stuff. Yeah, for sure. Lessons learned for next year. These things Lessons we learn learned. as a homeowner, man. 
I know. Look at us. Um, well, why don't you hit me with some news? I got some good one. I got I got a good one this time. I got All one right. our wives are gonna really like. Okay. So the title of the article is "Why Women Do the Household Worrying and Why Fathers mm. Don't." Hmm. So, as a as a known non worrier, I figured my I figured I would pick this. <laughs> uh, so the whole article, I'm going to sum it up real quick because it's actually a psychology paper, and I was not expecting that when I clicked into it, but I did it anyway, <laughs> and I'm here. So it is. They really did uh, a study with with um, they broke up the types of worrying into um, four buckets, and okay. the ones that the that women tend to heavily be imbalanced in is anticipate and monitor. So really mm. talking about like moms are always worrying about like what's next for their kid, right? Like what school are they right. going to go to? What grades are they going to get? What this, what that, you know, what are they going to do? What holidays are we going to, you know, where are we going to spend holidays? Where are we going to, so they found like that's because they're heavily imbalanced. There's that like that anticipating and monitoring these, um, and really after talking about it and it's kind of a a straightforward answer but i think it's it's one that's that's good enough to talk about but like basically traditional mothering is looked at as like worrying about development worrying about everything that's what traditional mothering right. is right and traditional fatherhood isn't and while like fatherhood's changing right i mean we we yeah. talk about this every week fatherhood's becoming different like we're doing you know fathers are expected to do more we're you know expected to be in more of the 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 raising and everything like that and that's been that way for a long time that this fatherhood role is changing the one thing that hasn't changed about fatherhood is that imbalance of worrying right right it hasn't shifted to the fathers yet while the father's doing more more things right they're they're helping out a lot more the one thing they're not doing is worrying about what's in the future right like they're not like they're not anticipating things for their child as much as the mom, as much as the mom is, you know? And, and I think, uh, the one thing the article talked about is like, that takes practice. It's not just like changing diapers and thinking about, you know, what they're going to eat and things like that. It's, it takes legitimate practice to take some of that worrying away. And even if you get it to that point, you, it's twofold. You have to put it on the father first, but then you also have to take it away from the mother. And it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's really tough. It's a really tough thing. That's interesting. You know, Kayla would call that the mental load, right? She's always got a running list of things. And we've talked about this with Kayla before on here, actually, where she will go to put her dishes away and then find a list of things that she had already wrote before and start looking at the list and then realize she's got laundry to do. So she'll go downstairs to throw something in the laundry and then on her way back up, she'll find a piece of garbage. So she'll take it to the garbage can and then find out the garbage needs to get taken out where she'll then take it outside. Mm -hmm. And then it's just this runny list that Kayla's always got of like, there's something else to do, right? There's something next to do. And, uh, I I have a running list too, but it's definitely not like that. It's like, okay, you know, well, yeah, I got to do the dishes um and then i gotta go to sleep i gotta shower and then i gotta go to work in the morning like it's 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 a smaller list of things to do but it's not necessarily like maintaining the house and you know cora is on the list like yeah we got to take care of cora but it's not like okay what's cora gonna have for dinner it's like oh well shit i gotta find out what we're gonna have for dinner and then cora will have dinner so you know that's interesting and i'll be honest you're even better at it than i am um and i think that is a an okay thing for me to admit like i 
I find myself getting wrapped up in work far too often, right? Like mm. I always, my mind is always running about work. Like, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do there? Um, and, and I, I don't know. It's just something I've always been like programmed to do. And you're right. Like Ben's on top of my mind too. Like today I was on a conference call and I was thinking like, Hey, is he napping? Is he not napping? I checked the camera. I yeah. made sure like, you know, like I'm thinking through those things, especially with like, Hey, when's he going to, when is his nap time? When's he going to eat? When's, you know, what are we going to do, uh, for bed for bedtime tonight? You know, things like that. What time are we going to do bedtime? All that, all that stuff I'm thinking about, but you're right. It's definitely not the same as, as, as Katie does. And, and the same thing, like I'm awful with birthdays and holidays and, and, and anniversaries yeah. and Katie keeps all that in her head and I have no idea how, but it's that same thing, like that mental load, like then it becomes her responsibility to do things about that because I'm going to forget. Right. And it's something like I definitely need to be better about is and practice that is practice putting those things in my head of like, okay, this is coming, you know, this birthday is coming up. I need to make sure that we buy presents for these, for these people. I need yeah. to make sure we get a card out in the mail at, at this day, things like that. And I'm just not my strength at all. Yeah, no, definitely. We need it. We need to practice. We need to be better practicers. I agree. Yeah, for sure. It's uh it is interesting. Like, you know, a lot of my list is projects. Like mm-hmm. I gotta finish that basement so then I can move up here to this deck, finish this deck off so that way we can actually do things out here in the summer and then move back to the basement to maybe add a uh bathroom. Like that's what my list is. Yep. Yeah, and I mean it just takes practice, I think. I think that's yeah. the whole point, right? Is is identifying we're not very good at it and then just working towards it, working at it. It's hard. I mean, it's going to be very tough because especially this is like not just out of my comfort zone, but like if it's not in front of me right here, right now, I forget about it. I'm just terrible yeah. about that. Right. Like I, Oh, it's a, it's a holiday in a month and a half. Talk to me in a month and a half. Right. Like, right. I, I don't need to think about that, but like Katie bought my niece's birthday present two months ago. <laughs> Her birthday is this month. She bought it two months ago. Cause that's, she's just thinking right. about it. She's just always on it. Right. Yeah. Well, they're better than we are. Well, um, that's always been true, right? So, it is. That is definitely true. Well, that's interesting. Good. Thank you for sharing that. I, uh, I definitely feel like I need to do better. Yes, I, I we both do. And if you want to read the article, I know this one's kind of a a good one for for dads to read. If you want to go read it, it's a New York Times article. It's called "Why Do Why Women Do the Household Worrying." So go find it. Go read it. Uh, learn a little something about yourself. Cool. What do you say cool. we jump well, into let's, this? Let's jump into this. Uh, tell me a little bit about Ben. He's uh, he's going through some things. Joe, I need help. I need help. <laughs> I can't. Uh, so we're getting teeth finally. And I know I, I have warned and I've said, like, he's teething, he's teething. But what yeah. I've realized is, like, it comes in waves, right? Like his teeth will move and he'll be cranky and then it'll go away after a day or so. And his teeth will yeah. move and he'll be cranky and it'll go away for a day or so. Um, and we've had some times where it's been like a couple days where he's been like going and cranky. And we've also like, there's some mental leaps moved in. I saw the tooth. I saw the oh, little white dang. spot. So I, I'm feeling pretty confident. And last night and the night before were some of the worst nights of sleep we've gotten yet. And that is saying something like up every 40 minutes, like crying, like awake, not just like up and like whining and needing to be held. It was like awake, hurting 40, every 45 minutes, like tough. Um, 
And I found out the reason he's had such a hard time with this teething thing is because it's a top tooth coming in first. That's weird. Yeah. It's not abnormal. Like it, it, it happens, right? right? Uh, but it's just much harder to get top teeth out than his bottom teeth. And it's like his top right tooth is the one right. that I saw, like where the, the, where the white spot is. So, Did you feel it? it's not I don't know what I'm feeling for does that make sense like it's not okay I felt it he'd like gnawed on my finger um and but all his gums feel like teeth right yeah so (laughs) it's not it's not anything crazy yeah um is he like doing the whole runny nose fevery kind of situation? He's very warm, but I can't tell if that's because he's fussy, right? Like he's warm because he's like fussing and, and getting angry. Um, I will say his whole fist has been in his mouth recent, like all week. Oh yeah. Like whole fist. I mean, it, it started, I would say, so my parents were here last weekend. So it started like the last day that they were here. He wouldn't stop having just, at least two fingers in his mouth the whole time just had to right. have his two fingers in his mouth and then uh now it's turned into whole fist it's you know it's cr- like the sleeping has just been awfully super stuffy um and actually he had a runny nose the other day and they, my uh, katie thought that uh he had a cold mm. and she's like oh you got a cold and i was like we don't go anywhere who where's he gonna get a cold right from? um so i think it's just just that time and it's just that time. holy smokes i can't believe how like in pain i i was joking with katie today he was trying to fall asleep for a nap which of course he didn't because he can't fall asleep because his mouth hurts too bad but it right. sounded like he was possessed like sometimes he like <laughs> moans to put himself to sleep like uh uh he'll do that to put himself to sleep and this time it sounded like the grudge was coming from his room like <laughs> i swear this kid is is falling apart um and he slept a whole like hour and 10 minutes total today like between two naps he slept like an hour an hour really yeah oh poor guy it's rough teething teething is rough you get your babies get weird poops Mm -hmm. they uh get really weird poops they are just crying or upset and you just have like you know nothing to console them you can try and everybody's got something different uh they uh Cora's had ice packs. She's sometimes just gnawed on an apple. Like mm-hmm. she goes through it all. She's. I feel like those hurt. Like we, there's always a lot of warning. Like oh, wait for those teeth to come in. Yeah, you know. I think Cora, she was upset and pissy a couple times, but I don't think she she had it too bad. Um, she also got like four of them at one time because she didn't get her first tooth till she was like a year. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so she got her teeth late. Mm. I mean, um, we're eight months, and we thought he was getting teeth like two months ago. So right, we're 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 right in that right time frame now. We thought he was getting teeth early two months ago, and now we're at like right. eight months. We're like, okay, we're right in that time frame that that it's bound to happen. Yeah, yeah. So Cora got the two bottom and then the two top like right after each other. So she looked like a little beaver. Um, but man, it sucks. There's and there's like nothing you can do. You just gotta like. I think let that's them a- not. You gotta let them be sad and angry and like. That's kind of it. There's not much. That's the worst part, right? Is like, he can't, and he doesn't even want to be rocked, right? Like he doesn't really want. He just wants to be held and and moan. That's it. 
supposed to be held and moan. Yeah. And, uh, like, he's also recently become obsessed with getting into the dog bowl. Katie gave him, like, a bowl of water outside. <laughs> <clears throat> and he somehow realized that there's a bowl of water sitting in our kitchen all the time that he can just get uh, to whenever yeah. he wants. <laughs> um, so he's been, like, obsessed with that. So you take him away from that and he's already annoyed at you because you're taking him away from his water bowl. And then he realizes, oh yeah, and I'm also in a really bad mood. So I'm extra annoyed. And he does that every time you put him down. That cycle just, you put him down, he sprints himself into the kitchen, you pick him (laughs) up and put him back in the living room and he's mad at you and whining. And then as soon as you put him down, boom, back to the kitchen again. Uh, Poor guy. I think we chew on the dog bowl. I think we've officially hit toddler phase. I like this feels like that moment when you're like he can he can freely move around the house. Yeah. He does things even though I tell him not to. Like he'll climb the TV stand to grab the leaves off Katie's plant. And I tell him all the time and I say no and I pick him up and I move him to the other side of the living room and I turn yeah. my back for 3 seconds and he's back standing tearing leaves off the off the plant. Or he's in the dog water bowl or he's sprinting to the back of the house to to interrupt Katie while she's teaching or he's right. like I think we've officially hit toddler phase, and I'm not here for it, Joe. I'm telling you, oh, I am not man, here for till, it. Wait till he can stand up and say words. Wait till he puts meaning to words. Oh no! You know, like Cora was all about no. Like we'll yell no, and I've said that before. She just like screams no. Like when she finds when Ben finds his voice. Oh man, it's gonna be loud. I'm not. It's ready. gonna be. Real loud. Cora found her voice for the first time at like four or five months. Mm-hmm. And by finding the voice, it was like she went from like eh, 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 to like eh. <laughs> <laughs> just full on screaming. Yeah. And and that's kind of when she found her voice. But uh he but yeah, I mean in this teething, I think as like a soothing tactic, he started like doing his moaning all the time now, but it's more like talking than moaning. Like before it was okay. like, uh, 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 he would do that. And like, that's yeah. like what he would talk. Now it's, he'll like be playing with blocks or smashing blocks. And be like, whoa, whoa. Like actually like okay. putting things to it. So we'll see. And I, I don't, I'm not ready to jump in and say like, Oh, he's get found his voice. He definitely knows how to yell and he definitely knows how to talk. <laughs> um, but he's, he's not like putting any actual, force behind it right gotcha gotcha yeah yeah but uh the teething thing teething sucks i mean like i said there's just not there's like nothing you can do because they got to get those teeth out i and they're just sitting around being angry is Cora done is she all done with her teeth oh god no she has so many teeth she's getting her her uh i was gonna say morels but that's not it <laughs> As she i didn't know you i didn't know you were training her to get mushrooms <laughs> she sniffs them out like a pig hey i tell you what that's that's the benefit of having kids right there Morels, whenever you want them, <laughs> keep keep her in the backyard. She just goes out and wakes up yeah. in the morning, goes get some mushrooms, comes back, lays in her pen. It's great. <laughs> uh, no, but she's getting her molars in, and uh, there are definitely nights and moments of the day where she is just angry, fussy, and like it's kind of similar, right? Like there was a day last week where she just wanted to be cuddled all night and she was just like sniffing and and their nose will run. Ben's nose will like super run when mm-hmm. his teeth come in. Like 
insane run. His head will get hot. Like, definitely real symptoms of, like, a fever. Um, But, uh, yeah, last week, she just wanted to be held and, like, just was, like, pouting. Like, who, 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 who? Oh, man. Like, not even crying. Like, just, yeah. like, pitiful. And it was just like, oh, kid, you're killing me. Like, it's so sad. Um, But, again, it's kind of like... Like I said before, Cora it doesn't seem like it's affecting her too much, other than every once in a while. I mean, she's had a runny nose all week. Yeah, but she just rubs it on your on your pants and then just like runs away. Well, like kids are gross anyway, so a runny nose is not. I, I wouldn't even yeah. like if he just had a runny nose and came up and wiped on me. Be like, okay, but you're gross, so like that makes sense, right? Yeah. So she's getting the molars in. They're definitely coming in. You can feel them. You can see them po- uh, poking through. But she's got four bottom and four top. Okay. And then the molars are coming through now. Um, so she's getting there. She's not a biter, thank God. Oh, good. I'm I'm so nervous. I'm going to be honest. And I know, like, it sounds really bad. When you're training <laughs> dogs, you're supposed to, when they're puppies, make a very, like, big deal out of them biting, right? Like, when they nip you, yeah. you're supposed to say, like, ow, and run away, right? Like it, Like, it really hurts you. And... Um, I'm so nervous if Ben's a biter because I know I'm just going to default to that because that's what's in my head. Yeah. And then I'm going to be like, no, that's stupid. He's my son. I don't need to train him like a dog, but right. I, I'm just in the moment. I know I'm going to screw it up, Joe. I'm going to do it. I'm going to screw it up. Yeah, you probably are. But hey, yeah, we're first time dads. We're first that's time. what we do. Yeah. I'll be better next time. Yeah, next time around. Gotta feel, you got to feel time. bad for Ben and Cora. They're getting first time dad, second time dad, easy. Easy stuff. Yeah. Cora does, I think I think she is like sharp, sharpening her teeth though, like on the edge of her crib, <laughs> <laughs> like a hamster. <laughs> hey, she she's going to she's going to chew through and make that damn one day. Oh my god. Like if you look at her crib, there are just like teeth marks all along the edge of it where she like bites on it and like drags her teeth back. <laughs> Joe, kids are so damn weird. Why did we ever kids do are this? So weird. They're so weird. They're, they're so weird. But I tell you what, it's also very cute when you hand her a whole apple and then you like get it back and there's just like these little <laughs> teeny tiny bites taken out of it. That's pretty freaking cute. Alright, that's pretty good. Pretty good. It's yeah. all worth it in the end because the apple. It is just because of that apple, but uh, Ben will get through it. You guys will get through it. It's yeah. gonna suck. And then after after this, they just keep coming in. So and I think that's part of that that makes me feel the most nervous is like, hopefully this is the worst of it, right? Like they always say after right. the first tooth breaks, like it's it's not better, but it's not a, like it doesn't get as bad as this, you know? Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping this is this is the hard one, but hope oh, damn, I mean. This has been like three straight nights of no sleep. It's been hard. Like he won't even let me rock him to sleep anymore because he like doesn't. He only wants to be on Katie's boob. That's it. That's the only soothing oh, tactic damn. he needs, right? Because his mouth hurts so bad. He just wants, and and it's the only thing he'll do. So if he he won't fall asleep unless it's on Katie, that just adds so much extra stress and like work to Katie because I can't even right. rock him to bed anymore. Like if he wakes up in the middle of the night, Katie has to go in there, even if he had just woken up like. 30 minutes before Katie has to do it because he won't fall asleep with me. He'll just wake up more and be more angry that it's me and not Katie. Right. And damn, like I, I cannot imagine breastfeeding a baby that's got teeth. Oh, I can't, I'm not looking forward to it. I don't even have to do it and I'm not looking forward to it. (laughs) 
So, Katie, I, bless your soul. The other thing about Ben is he doesn't take a binky. Like, we've tried, and he just, it's not, oh, really? not for him. Uh, so, I don't, we didn't push it hard because we didn't, we had so much trouble breastfeeding in the beginning. We were like, oh, we don't want to give him a binky and confuse him. Yeah. Um, And then by the time, like, we were comfortable with him breastfeeding, like, six months old, we, like, gave, we found one of his old binkies we had, and I washed it off, and I gave it to him, and he chewed on it a little bit, and then spit it out, and never came back to it, never really cared about it, and we're like, okay. If, mm-hmm. I mean... You don't need it, so not a big deal. Um, but I think this is the time. Like, it would help if he had a minky because he could like actually chomp on it, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then, like, then he relies on Katie even more, right? So, right. Do you guys have? Do you guys have any like chewing toys so, of any sort? We got so many chewing toys, Joe. Yeah, we got. Uh, the thing he loves the most, and I think I've talked about it before, is he had this like porcupine, like plastic porcupine, and it came with like little plastic, like um. Round tube things with a little groove in it, okay. and uh, they were like porcupine quills, right? But they were used to like count and play. Yeah, and he found that the groove is in a perfect spot where he could just put it in his mouth and bite down on it. Oh, okay. And he crawls around with them. We call them his cigars because it's like a little tube sticking out of his <laughs> mouth. And he just crawls around and bites on it. So he doesn't have a binky, but he does carry around his cigars. But we have so many chewing toys. We got everything we have is like rubbery and chewy, and and we have like the hard right. teethers, the soft teethers. It so far hasn't helped. Yeah. Have you tried a stick? Just give him a just give him a branch. It's not a bad idea. Go to town. Not a bad idea. Then I'll toss it for him. He'll crawl out, go get it, bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah. It's great. It's fun good, for everybody. Good exercise. Fun for the family. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I don't have any good advice about teething other than like, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that shitty? Isn't that shitty? Like for the next parent, like they're going to be like, oh man, my kid's teething. And you're like, yeah, sucks. Okay. Sucks. This is a this is a, hey you know this is an educational podcast about parenting. Let's hear what they have to say about teething. Sorry about it. Sorry, it sucks. <laughs> Man, my kids having so much trouble. I'm gonna go listen to this whole podcast for an hour about what what to do about teething. Oh, it's at the end. That's fine. I'll listen to the whole thing. Oh, what's the that's advice? It. Yeah, it sucks. Sorry. You know that's like the moral of this whole podcast. Oh man, my kids got sleeping problems. Sorry, Sucks. dude. <laughs> Sorry about it. Uh, figure it out. It's the story of our lives. Figure it out. Figure it out. That's our new tagline. All right. Well, Big let's get energy. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> let's leave him with that advice. Good luck. Let's leave him with that. Good luck. Uh, well, thank you all so much for listening to us again, tuning into uh, Big Dad Energy and spending, where are we at? About an hour, probably. 40, just over 45 minutes. We're pretty good today. We're getting good. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you all so much. We really appreciate it. Please tell everybody about us so that uh, you know we can get more listens, but also hopefully we bring something to you, whether it be uh, good advice or maybe not. Probably not. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but thank you. No, we really do appreciate it. We re- appreciate every single listen. I mean, honestly, this I say this, I think, every week, but Joe and I just started this as a support group for the two of us, right? The fact that anybody actually listened, this is really, really cool. We, we super appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't yet, go find us on social media. Um, we're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, had a very spicy debate about brunch on Twitter, so if you want to go catch up on all the spice, uh, 
go follow us on Twitter. Um, all of Joe and I both have done one Instagram takeover and they're both saved in our stories on Instagram. So if you want to go see just kind of what Joe and I do on a, on a regular Saturday, go check them out. We both, uh, did a really, I'm going to toot my own horn and say, I did a really good job too. So Joe and I both did really good <laughs> jobs at, uh, at those takeovers. So go, uh, go give it a watch, give us a follow. Um, and wherever you're listening to this, just uh, rate and subscribe. We really, really appreciate it. Um, you guys are great. So for both of us, I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. And remember, click your tongs twice before you use them. Dead.